Welcome to Missouri Farm Bureau's Election 22 News Desk. I am your host for the afternoon, Garrett Hawkins, and I serve as president of Missouri Farm Bureau. Whether you're tuning in live or joining us later, thank you for joining our team uh, as we talk about Election Day 2022 as we head to the polls tomorrow for the primary. So with me this afternoon are Ms. Spencer Tuma, uh, who serves as Director of National Legislative Programs, and Mr. Ben Travelos, who serves as Director of State and Local Governmental Affairs. So welcome to these two. They're going to be the technical experts this afternoon as we as we discuss Missouri Farm Bureau's grassroots efforts, both in federal races as well as your state races. So to kick us off this afternoon, I'd like for Spencer to tee up the conversation as to how federal races are shaping up as we go into tomorrow's primary. Great. Well, thank you so much, Garrett, and appreciate everybody who's tuning in this afternoon. Uh, it has been a very, very busy election season at the federal level in Missouri. We will start at the top of the ballot uh, for Missouri's election in the primary to the United States Senate. Of course, many of you have heard that Senator Roy Blunt announced his retirement earlier this year after serving two terms in the Senate and several terms in the House. It's a very crowded field uh, on the Republican side and on the Democratic side at the federal level for the open U.S. Senate seat. There are 21 Republicans filed uh, to seek the Republican nomination to be our next U.S. Senator. Missouri Farm Bureau made a historic move when they chose to endorse U.S. Congresswoman Vicki Hartzler in her quest to seek to fill that open seat vacated by Senator Blunt. Now, Congresswoman Hartzler has been a longtime friend of Missouri Farm Bureau from serving from our county Farm Bureau president in Cass County. She and her husband Lowell served on our Young Farmers Committee. Lowell was actually chairman of the Young Farmers Committee many years ago. Uh, Vicki served in the state legislature as well as in Congress. She has a lifetime voting record of 97% on priority issues related to Farm Bureau priorities. Garrett, tell us how historic this move was for Farm Bureau, because generally we don't get involved in primaries. Why was this year different? Well, that's right, Spencer. Um, you know, historically, Missouri Farm Bureau's grassroots leaders, our PAC trustees, ha have engaged after primaries and then interviewed candidates of both parties. In this case, uh, as our members looked at the landscape, the field uh, of talent, essentially, as we look to, to fill this open seat, uh, our members decided it was time to engage. And when we talk about engagement, I think it's important, especially for those that may not be familiar with Farm Bureau's grassroots process. You're going to hear us talk a lot about grassroots just in this 15, 20-minute session today. But when it comes to political action, our member leaders make decisions. And to make decisions, candidates are interviewed, candidates are asked to fill out questionnaires, and voting records are reviewed where applicable to make sure that, that we are backing candidates who support not only Farm Bureau priority issues, but candidates who support agriculture, the rural way of life, and Missouri values. And in this case, Spencer, you summed it up really well that Vicki Hartzer is a is a known leader within Farm Bureau circles as well as the agriculture community. And our members have been involved with her from the very beginning when she entered into the race to run for Congress and have been with her every step of the way during her service in Congress, uh, both as a member of the House Agriculture Committee as well as Armed Services Committee. So our members decided at the end of June that based on her record of service and the values that she possesses that she is the right candidate 
uh, as we think about the future uh, of Missouri, at least with this specific seat in the U.S. Senate. With Vicki, and when it comes to agriculture, there's really no clearer choice than Vicki Hartzler. That's why, as Garrett mentioned, she's endorsed by all the major agricultural organizations around the state of Missouri. Moving on, though, to the U.S. House, the U.S. Congress, Missouri Farm Bureau has several endorsements for the U.S. House of Representatives. I'll go through those in numerical order. For District 2, we have Ann Wagner. District 3, Blaine Lutkemeyer. District 4, Kalina Bruce. District 6, Sam Graves, and District 8, Jason Smith. Now, many of those are names you have probably heard before as uh, Representatives Wagner, Luke Meyer, Graves, and Smith are all incumbents, which means they have won their seat before. They have served in Congress for quite a while, and they all have outstanding track records of supporting Farm Bureau issues. Missouri Farm Bureau, for the very first time, in addition to endorsing in the Senate primary, did endorse in a U.S. House of Representatives open seat primary, and we chose to support longtime Missouri Farm Bureau leader Kalina Bruce from Cedar County. The 4th District, of course, is the seat that's being vacated by Congresswoman Hartzler, and again, it is a very crowded field. And the reason we say it's such a crowded field is because of Missouri's political leanings over the last several years have led it to be a mostly Republican-leaning state, meaning most of these uh, contest will be decided mostly in the primary. Kalina has been a longtime member of Farm Bureau. She was also a county president in Cedar County. She was chairwoman of the American Farm Bureau Young Farmer and Ranchers Committee in 2017 and has been an outstanding leader for agriculture uh, in her short career, really, in agriculture advocacy. She's just getting started. She's a rising star. Um, Garrett, do you want to share about Kalina and the historic nature of that endorsement as well? Well, I think it really points back to, again, grassroots conversation, grassroots involvement, and ultimately grassroots decisions as to who earns the endorsement of Farm Bureau. In this case, Kalina being a farmer herself, as well as a CPA, uh, she has a strong presence, not just in her county, but throughout the district. And as we think about the fourth district, it's such a diverse uh, geography. And when you think about agriculture as well as our military stature, mm -hmm. uh, the 4th District has so much to offer, uh, stretching almost from north of Springfield, clear to Columbia, over to the suburbs of Kansas City. It's a far-reaching district, one that's really, really important when we think about just the diversity it represents. And, and our members truly believe that Kalina uh, has the skill set, the experience, the grit, the determination particularly at this time, uh, at this juncture in Washington, D.C., they believe she's the one to, to carry the torch. And I think it's really important to note that Kalina uh, and her family are, Kalina is born and raised in the 4th Congressional District. Her family has farmed there for over 100 years. She has very strong roots in Cedar County and in Polk County, where her husband's family is from. And we're really, really proud to support that kind of leader and Farm Bureau member in her election to the United States House of Representatives. That's it for federal races. Do you have anything to add before we move to the state level? Well, I do want to, as we pivot to Ben, I want to point out that this grand flip chart behind us, folks, that you see are, is the work of Ms. Spencer Tuma. So uh, make sure in your comments to uh, give her a shout out for doing a great job. Flip charts are always helpful uh, as we talk <laughs> about and provide a visual backup um, for, for everyone. So at this point, uh, Ben is one of our newest team members here at the Bureau. Uh, ben joined uh, right at the end of the state legislative session, has hit the ground running, uh, no stranger to the Missouri State Capitol uh, 
or Farm Bureau for that matter. Uh, but this is your first go around in being involved in our grassroots political action process. Yeah. So, so Ben, talk to talk to folks about our involvement in these state senate yeah. races. Yeah, absolutely. Well, like Garrett uh, said, you know, this is a grassroots process, and so our members are the ones that are making the decisions on which races to get involved in and which ones to, over uh, the time being, stay out of. And so, Missouri Farm Bureau members voted to endorse in several different state senate races to include uh, the list that you see right here on Spencer's awesome flip chart. And so I think I'll keep my day job, but I appreciate all the compliments on the flip chart. Your handwriting's so. much better than mine, I will say that. So the first one is Senate District 6. This is Senator Mike Bernsketter, and the counties included in that uh, senatorial district include Morgan, Monotaw, Cole, Camden, and Miller counties. The next one is Senator Justin Brown. Uh, this is Laclede, Wright, Pulaski, Marys, Phelps, and Dent counties. Next, we have Senate District 18, Senator Cindy O'Laughlin, which includes Putnam, Schuyler, Scotland, Clark, Adair, Knox, Lewis, Macon, Shelby, Marion, Randolph, Monroe, Rawls, and Audrain counties. That's a lot of counties. It's a lot of counties for <laughs> Senator O'Laughlin. Uh, we've got Senate District 22. This is the only open race that our members voted to get involved in. Uh, and this is uh, Representative Dan Shaw there in Jefferson County. And then we also have uh, Senate District 28, Senator Sandy Crawford, uh, Vernon, Henry, Pettis, St. Clair, Benton, Cedar, Hickory, Polk, and Dallas counties. We got Senate District 30, Senator Lincoln Huff from Greene County. And then finally, uh, Senate District 34, which is Senator Tony Luktemeyer there in Platt and Buchanan counties. So, you know, each of these candidates have proven themselves time and again to be willing to stand up for Missouri Farm Bureau members and quite honestly for the agriculture industry as a whole. And, you know, in my mind, there are a surplus of challenges facing the agriculture industry, especially in the state of Missouri. It's we quite need diplomatic. surplus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Surplus. quite diplomatic, yes. And, you know, we do need candidates there in the state capitol that are willing to stand up for Missouri's farmers and ranchers. And we at Missouri Farm Bureau have seen these individuals do that time and again. And we believe that they'll be willing to continue continue to do that moving forward. And so with that, Garrett, unless you have anything else to share on the candidates endorsed by Missouri Farm Bureau members for State Senate. Well, I want to thank Spencer and Ben for their overview. Just to point out a few things. You know, when, when our member leaders decide to, to engage in the political process, it means a lot because it's the brand of Missouri Farm Bureau and what this organization stands for. And so when we're in, we're in. And hopefully you've seen that through updates um, from Missouri Farm Bureau as we have, as we have helped uh, candidates in, in districts as well as across the state uh, get to know our members uh, and their respective communities. Uh, we've participated uh, quite extensively in Congresswoman Hartzler's Heartland Tour as she has crisscrossed the state as well as helping host meet and greets for, for Kalina Bruce. Those are just a few examples of, of what we do on the ground to help promote the grassroots of Missouri Farm Bureau. I'd also encourage you to make sure to check out your Show Me magazine that should have hit your mailbox already. In addition to being uh, filled with great articles, you have your policy development questionnaire as well as the election guide. So if you didn't get enough from the flip chart here, and don't want to necessarily rewatch this video, uh, you can go to your Show Me magazine or go to our election page by just going to mofb.org and you can find information from our landing site. So folks, 
don't underestimate the work that you can do between now and the closing of polls tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. You know, I hear time and time again uh, from family and friends of how often folks that they may go to church with or folks that they run into at the feed store and they ask, well, what is Farm Bureau's position on this race? Or how do you feel about X candidate? Make sure that you speak up because you can certainly be an influencer within your own home, within your neighborhood and community to help support candidates who support all of us and the Missouri values that we so need in Jefferson City as well as Washington, D.C. So thanks again for tuning in to the Farm Bureau Election 22 Action News Center. Uh, we look forward to, to joining you again. And for Spencer, Ben, and myself, signing off. Thank you and take care.